welcome to the HJ Talks About Abuse podcast, the podcast where we talk about sexual abuse cases in the hope that it will assist listeners in openly discussing topics which have been ignored for too long. This podcast is brought to you by the abuse team at Hugh James. We are lawyers, so we tend to speak about the legal aspects of abuse cases, but we aren't too shy to speak up about the broader issues faced by survivors of sexual abuse too. We hope that you find it interesting, but more than that, if you are a survivor of sexual abuse, we hope that you find our discussion empowering. Hello and welcome to the Hugh James Abuse Podcast. I'm Danielle Vincent and today I am joined by my colleague Hannah. Hi Hannah. Hi Danny. And so today we are talking about the Stephen Bear conviction. Now anyone that actively listens to our podcast knows we've, we've touched upon this a couple of times but there has been some key developments since we last visited it. So before we start, just a trigger warning, we are going to be talking about voyeurism, sexual abuse in general. And so if this is going to be triggering to you, please do switch off and join us at another point. So thanks, Hannah, for joining me on this one again. This has been something that we have been talking about a lot in the office. And also we've seen lots on Twitter So do you want to just give us a quick update on what's happened? Yeah, so since we last spoke about this in in the podcast, we did. Stephen Bear has actually now been sentenced and he has received a 21-month prison sentence, obviously following his conviction in December for voyeurism and two counts of revenge porn. Also, Georgia, who is um, Georgia Harrison, sorry, who is the survivor and victim, she has come out with a documentary that was released on ITV. I think it was called Georgia versus Bear, which basically followed how the case progressed. And, you know, it was really interesting and insightful to see it from Georgia's perspective as obviously the case developed, how it impacted her as a survivor. But obviously, you know, ultimately we know the result now and, and he has been sentenced. I think, as you say, I, I watched the documentary and ITV obviously started filming this with her very early on. So from the point of, I think, you, you know, the first, well, when the ball started rolling with the disclosure and it follows Georgia going through, you know, speaking with the police, she was actually in Dubai at the time because there was the the COVID pandemic. And so over in Dubai, she couldn't actually access the website, which was primarily OnlyFans, where the video had been posted. And so she put out an appeal on her Instagram for people who who could access OnlyFans to see if it was still available and how far reaching it had got. And it was at that point, I think she realised that people that were commenting from America, so this had gone basically global for her, that this video of her that she never consented to was, you know, really out there for the world to see. Yeah, and I think what was really good about the documentary is, I mean, she's been praised. It's It's been all over social media. I've seen it a lot on Twitter. She is being praised for being so brave and for being so open about her experience throughout the whole of the case from the beginning, really. As you said, she, she shows herself very vulnerable on there. You definitely see the, the, the very lows of the experience. And I think it's been really inspiring to a lot of other survivors who have particularly been, you know, been victim to revenge porn to to maybe come forward now um, because she has been such an inspiration, such a brave inspiration. And as you say, you know, that there was a lot within the, the documentary that 
you know, before it came out, we, we just didn't know. So so one of the things that I didn't know was that from the moment that, that she obviously reported it, we know that these cases take a long time to get to the CPS. And sometimes there isn't the evidence there to, to proceed. But actually, it, it was ready for trial and Stephen Bear's defence wasn't ready. So the case was actually pushed back a year. And, you know, the detriment that was demonstrated in the documentary to her, not just, you know, her mental health, which she talks about honestly. And as you say, you, you know, really inspiring that she was as honest as she was. It was the also the huge impact on her earnings that she was saying, you know, as an influencer, brands, very, very few brands would, you know, work with her. She'd lost that reputation that I suppose she'd built up for years, having, you know, worked on other types of TV and brand work previously. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's been completely transparent about how, you know, it has impacted her career as well. You know, loss of earnings potentially there as well. Another thing that I thought was really good that Georgia highlighted in in her documentary was how the perpetrator, Stephen, throughout the experience, you know, was confident that he wasn't going to be going to prison. I know there was a few voice notes from him and, you know, she still maintained her strength. She still, you know, carried on with the process, even though there were some really low moments for her during that, even, you know, when she was doubting what would happen. And the other thing is that she said, you know, in her in her Instagram DMs, she's having female after female. And also, you know, this isn't only a thing that, that happens to, to women. This very much happens to men and, you know, teens and children that, People were contacting her saying, this has happened to me. This has happened to me. And, you know, this shows that actually the police will take this serious. The individual that this is happening to may very much end up with a lengthy prison sentence. And also, I really think as a deterrent to especially young people that perhaps think that it's a bit of fun, that this could end in, one, a prison sentence, two, your name on the sex offenders register, which means, you know, you're not going to be travelling to certain countries, you're not going to be working in certain jobs, you may be restricted in your life and doing a lot of things, that this is a really silly, silly thing that people can very easily fall into doing. I'm saying as younger people, obviously Stephen knew what he was doing in this respect of uploading it to OnlyFans and putting a, a price wall on it. But a stark talking point, I'm sure, for schools and young teens and people with technology a lot younger now, that, you know, they're at real risk with any image-based sharing. Absolutely. I think that's a really important point. I know we've touched on this in a few other podcasts, but particularly with the increase of use of, you know, sites like OnlyFans, Pornhub, and just in general, the increase of social media use is really important. And I think this case can be a really important lesson for a lot of people. The other thing that came out in the documentary, which wasn't really public knowledge until the documentary came out, was that there was a denial by Stephen Bear. Firstly, that it was Georgia. And, you know, she could have at that point pretended it wasn't her. You know, in some respects, I'm sure it would have been easier to pretend it wasn't her, seeing that the detriment that she really went to and the impact on her mental health. But secondly, the second point of his defence was that 
he had someone like a lot of social media people do managing his account so he didn't consent for the video to go up on OnlyFans however whilst in the criminal trial and cross-examination on it once this image had blown up on the internet and everybody was talking to it he was the one that had control on how much people paid to visit his page and he doubled the price so that was the real pitfall in his defence because this image was there. He was aware of what was going. And his defence was to say that his OnlyFans had been hacked, hacked to the extent that the hacker had increased the price to double to, to make him richer. Yeah, I, d- I didn't actually know that. And I think that, again, you know, just on the point of social media, this just shows that perpetrators can't hide behind technology. They can't just hide behind all these technicalities in different sites. You know, they are responsible. And, you know, it's really good that, obviously, that was revealed in this case. Well, in this case, Georgia, she is a well-known celebrity. And so, you know, she she documents how she had to contact OnlyFans to get this removed. But we have clients and many people that come to us that have had their images put up on OnlyFans or sites like it without consent and the huge difficulties to have these removed. And, you know, we talk about the dark web often and how images, once they're on one site, can be moved over to different sites. And there's a lot that happens then that they just keep popping up. This was something that I talked about in depth with counsel Justin Lemson on the FGX case that has also taken place in the the last couple of weeks where a lady received £100,000 in compensation because images were taken of her unbeknown to her while she was in the bathroom and put onto the internet. And part of her damages was to have somebody, a, a professional, continue to go onto the internet and effectively sweep these images. And they would need to do that every six months or so because these images can, you know, keep popping up, sadly. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the most distressing aspects of cases like this to the victims because, I mean, really, does anyone ever know how far they've reached or how many people? As you mentioned, Danny, with with things like the dark web, it can be really frightening for a victim to think of, you know, just how many people have actually seen these images or videos and if they are ever going to be completely removed. Yeah, and, you know, anybody that hasn't actually watched this documentary should do because Georgia was saying she had two younger siblings that were going to school that had to face that. She had to explain to her father. It's all of our worst nightmares, I'm sure, having something intimate being disclosed to your family and younger generations of your family being teased. Now, the one thing that Georgia is, I'm sure, likely to do now is bring a civil case against Stephen Beth. So obviously, there's the criminal conviction there. He he will now be in prison for however long until he is released. But she is now going to be able to bring a civil claim and not just for the pain and suffering and any mental disability that she may have suffered, but also all the losses that have flown from this. So we've touched upon the fact that brands wouldn't work for her. And so there is potentially considerable loss of earnings here. We know that in in that area of work of influencing that there can be very, very lucrative brand deals. And, you know, if she can show, which I'm sure she will be able to, that brands wouldn't work for her or renew her contract, that could be a, a significant 
amount of money that Stephen Bear will be paying to her. Yeah, well, it will be interesting to see. I know she has said on social media that she will be pursuing a civil claim. So it'll be really interesting to see what comes of that. And as you said, it's been really good of Georgia to be so transparent about, you know, not just how it's impacted her mentally and emotionally, but, you know, bringing light to these other aspects of of the impact. Yeah, there could be a loss of earnings claim, a claim for loss of pension contributions, claim for any therapy or treatment she may need. And again, as, as we talked about the, the case that was decided this year, there may be um, a significant claim for experts in, in sort of the IT area to sweep the internet, especially of this image, because it was two people that were well known that, that could run into a considerable sum. You know, Stephen Bear has said that, you know, he, he's in fear that he's going to lose his house. You know, if he hasn't got considerable assets right now, it's a very likely outcome. So, again, a stark warning to individuals that do share images or enter into any revenge porn that this really could not just impact the life of the individual you're doing it to, but this could, you know, lose your family home, for example. Yeah, absolutely. And I know Stephen Bear was, as he came out into court, I saw images and videos of him being very arrogant. It was revealed on the documentary that he was very sure that he would not be going to prison or be getting any sort of hefty sentence for this. And it, it definitely just does go to show that you will not get let off for committing this crime. Yeah, and a real lack of, I can't even describe it, but just, you know, the whole court process, respect, that's what I was looking for, real lack of respect for the court process, that it was almost a, a circle show that, you know, even individuals were turning up for, for selfies with him outside the court for the charges that, that he had. And I, th- I think there was probably a real shock that he actually got a sentence because he may not have. So I'm really, really pleased that Georgia, you know, she spent a good couple of years of her life now fighting this. And there's been such an outpour of support for her. And I really hope that the documentary was fantastic. I really hope that actually this flourishes her career now and she goes on to to great things because of something that a bad thing that happened to her. Yeah, I completely agree, Danny. So thank you, podcast listeners, to listening to this podcast. If you have any questions, by all means, do contact us. And as I said, we have to discussed FJX again so that podcast is available if anybody wants to listen to that and we look forward to you joining us on another podcast thanks thanks everyone thank you for listening to this episode of HJ Talks About Abuse you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes Spotify or your favourite podcast player if you'd like to speak to us about something you've heard today we'd love to hear from you email us at aboutabuse at at hjtalks.co.uk